It's an idea as old as society itself. Exchanging money for goods and services. Like podcasts. So if you want some of that, go to patreon.com slash bmfcast. This week on the BAMFCAST. If your mom asks you what you did this weekend, tell her Uncle BAMFCAST took you to Italy. One star. We're in. All right, welcome to the BAMFCAST. Hey! BAMFCAST. Yeah. Episode 482. Mm. Numbers and stuff. Nice. So uh, I'm Harlow. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every episode of this here Bamfcast is we go and we watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie. Oh. And we come in here and talk about it for the first half. And you know what? They get ratings. They do. Yeah. Good bad movies. Enjoyable bad movies. They get one of five jocks and robot jocks. All right. Robot jocks yeah. is a movie that yeah. we enjoy immensely. That's a five jocker. <laughs> <laughs> it is. That is the maximum rating scale for good bad movies. But there are bad bad movies and stay away. They get that negative sliding scale. One to five bags of some giant bags of trash. Yes, that yeah. is correct. See, Sack them up. Five bags being the worst. See, she. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Drag them out to the curb. Yeah. Drag them out to the curb. Throw them in the ocean. Bad. See, yeah, they're yeah. bad. Drop them um, in the bin. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> we are just watching some movies. We have no theme. We're just we're just clearing out the shelves. This one we may be setting up for something. In well, the I don't know what you're I don't either. But <laughs> stop giving away secrets. <laughs> okay. But this movie's all about secrets because we watched 2008's Journey to the Center of the Earth. Is this movie about secrets? Uh, yes, yeah, the biggest secret. That there's a hollow earth. Ah, that's not a secret. Everybody knows. We've read it all in the Jules Verne book. Why don't you give us a plot summary of what happens in this particular movie? Okay. On a quest to find out what happened to his missing brother, a scientist, his nephew, and their mountain guide discover a fantastic and dangerous lost world in the center of the earth. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, that that's where it is. Yeah, they take a journey <laughs> uh-huh. to the center mm. of the earth. Right. People were dumb back then. You had to like say, "This is what the book is about." Oh, right. Yes, <laughs> that checks out. Read. Yep. There's two alums in this movie. Yes, there, there are. are. Brendan Fraser's one. Uh huh. He was in Monkey Bone. He was in Monkey Bone. <laughs> we watched that. Famous for Monkey Bone. <laughs> we know. did watch Monkey Bone. We, we did. We sure yeah. Did. That's the one where we all, all went. Chris Kattan can be good? Yeah, that was really weird. <laughs> huh. I, I think it was more because that movie had beat us down so far. We were just like, please, someone. Oh, Chris Kattan, yay! Yeah, look at what you're doing. <laughs> Mr. Uh, Peepers is here. But uh, Josh Hutcherson is Josh in, this, he's in this movie, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He was in um, Detention. He was. A movie that turns out was actually good, but we didn't know. Like, We, we didn't understand what we were getting into. We had no yeah. idea. That was a listener recommendation. And uh, no, it, I think we, that just like... Did, was it? I thought I it just so. kind of sort, of sort of popped up in our radar somehow, and then we were like, "We should watch this." It's from the guy that made Torque, and we didn't really, we didn't know. even at the other, at the time, we didn't truly understand what Torque was going for either. No, now we do. Yes, yeah, Joseph Kahn's Torque, <laughs> right? So Josh Hutcherson's in there. <laughs> <laughs> sure oh, Josh Hutcherson of the Judiciary. Um, yeah. you are drunk, Effley Bailey. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. This is um. This is one of those things. So uh, I did not know this prior to starting this movie, but uh, when we popped in the ray of blue, we were presented to you want to watch a 2D version or a 3D version. And I was like, huh, okay, it's one of those. Yep. And then the movie starts and it's like, oh, 
It's, it's one, one of, those. of those. It sure is. We actually took a uh, a bullshit 3D... 3D bullshit counter. 3D bullshit counter, A yeah. very rough estimate of Prox- very obvious 3D effects. Yeah, approximately 36, mm-hmm. yeah. maybe more. Yeah. At least 36 times, something will be thrust into your face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's, a pre- that's pretty... Not unlike Chuck Saturday put, Night. Put that on a box. <laughs> yes. <laughs> also not unlike, unlike Chuck Saturday Night. <laughs> yep. Put it on a box. No, in a box. Oh. On a box. Well, no, with a fox. Chuck has very specific needs. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. So this is a uh, another telling of the Jules Verne thing, only with a lot more bad CG. Not, well, okay. Sort of. So it is a telling of the Jules Verne thing, but it's also like, hey, there's this book by Jules Verne called <laughs> Journey to the Center of the Earth. What if we just use it as a guide? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're right. It's not really a telling of the... It's No. It's, it's, it's like, wait, the book is real? I feel like I my mind is now you know completely mush with bad CG, but I feel like this isn't the first time this plot device has been used where they're like, take famous story, but then make the story oh, yeah, no. become fact in the in the story yeah. and yet also re- remake it. You're right. Um, I just can't think of an example right now. Neither can I. Yeah. Any but, movie about Santa Claus. Okay. Yeah. But... Yeah, so Brenda Fraser is a volcanologist, some sort of geologist. He's a tectonic. Sure, yeah, he's a yeah, he's a tectonologist. Mm. A Teutonic twat. <laughs> I, no, I don't. No, I right. don't think that's what it was. No, okay, I don't know. There's but, a very brief scene at the beginning as we're settling into movie where a man is chased by a T Rex and dies. <laughs> right. Yeah, that he that's a dream that he's having, and then he wakes up, and then. Yeah, uh, he's before he goes to work. He is uh, visited by his sister. Or no, he does go to work. No, he first. goes to work first. Yeah, he goes he's to work. Bothered by Seth, Seth, or yeah, Seth Myers. Yeah, Seth Myers. Yeah, yeah. Seth Myers is like the the smarmy professor guy. You know, he's the character in Ghostbusters. He's like, yeah, your your research is shit. We're gonna take over your space. Yeah, yeah. I'm better science than you. Yeah. Hope your two students won't miss you when you get fired. Yeah. <laughs> and Brendan Fraser's like, my mom says I'm cool. <laughs> Bye. But yeah, he's basically continuing the work of his brother Max, who was better at his job than he is, because he had a uh, Max is dead. Well, so. <laughs> he was. I say he was better at his job okay. than Brendan Fraser is now. Okay. Um. But yeah, he was on the surface. He was studying uh, tectonic shifts with mm-hmm. these different sensors around the world. They've all but since gone out. Like there was like something like twenty seven, I think twenty nine, twenty nine down to three. Yeah, and only three are still active, and he's basically clinging on to that research. And this is important, right? And this means something. Yeah. And Seth Meyers points him out. He's like, "Yeah, you only have like two probes left." He's like, "We got three. Yeah, your science is weak, weak yeah. sauce. So Get that like, science out of here." It's like, "Oh, sad. Mm-hmm. I I might get fired and lose my grant or something. Sure, whatever science people get." Yeah. And uh, goes home and realizes, or he has like a bunch of messages. Uh, realizes that his uh, sister had called, who's the, the well, I don't know, I guess sister-in-law, maybe. Because yeah. I, get, I, get yeah, I get the impression Max, Max, is, actual Max is his brother. actual brother, and this is his sister-in-law, who's yes. going to be dropping off his nephew, Josh Hutcherson, <laughs> for <laughs> 10 days while she goes and finds a new place for them to live in Canada. Yep. They're moving to the Great White Canada. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's the basic plot. And he, of course, didn't know this was happening. It's just like, oh, hey, hey, great. Yeah, we'll do things like baseball and pizza and stuff. Mm-hmm. Cool, right? Josh Hutcherson is the typical 2008 yeah. teen of like, shut up, I'm playing my PSP. Yeah. You're not my real dad, right. Brendan Fraser. Great coin collection, yeah. jackass. <laughs> so, and Brendan Fraser's like, yeah, you think so? And he's like, no. 
Yeah, and he's like, well, uh, oh, he has uh, his sister or his sister-in-law has brought a box of his of his brother's belongings. Yep. Uh, and never showed them to the, his son. No, there's like a baseball <laughs> glove and stuff in there that might have been relevant to like, hey, maybe the kid might have wanted to see this. But and there is a copy of Journey to the Center of the Earth. And he's like, oh, look, he look, look, these shows notes. it at the camera and is like, hey, yeah. this book is good. And he realizes there's all these little notes and scribbles. And he's like, that, that's odd. This He's got some of his sensors in here. I, I got to get to my lab. I got to check something out. Yeah. They go to the lab and he's like, yeah, we, I'm still studying these three sensors. And he's like, what don't you mean four? There's four blips on the computer. Yeah. I guess what? He was a volcanologist. Yeah. Good job. Yay. <laughs> this is germane to the plot. Yeah, okay. I promise. Um, but yeah, so they're like, oh shit, another sensor. Oh, and if this reading hits this, it means it's the same condition as it was when he was studying it 10 years ago when he disappeared. Died exactly yeah. 10 years ago. Yeah, and he's like, if it hits this number, oh, wait, it hit that number. I've got to get to Iceland where this new sensor is popped up. Oh, no. Cut to them Cut. on a plane for half a second, PSPing. Yeah, well, he's, well, he's got this code in the book. It's like yeah. these vertical letters, and it's like... He's trying to crack the code. I i don't even remember the dude's name. Sigbjörnsson. Sigbjörn Asgirsson. Sure. Yeah. But anyway, the, I got it. I'm yeah. great. Well, he's like looking at it. And he's like, I think these might be elements on the periodic table and stuff. And Josh Hutcherson is just like, I think Josh it just might this be this name vertically. And he's like, oh, I wonder who that is. And he just pulls out his PSP, goes to Google, and he's like, found it. This guy, he's in Iceland. He's a scientist. Mm -hmm. And he's like, oh, yeah, man, we should go see him. It's a good thing we're going to Iceland. <laughs> Googling on a PSP in mm -hmm. 2008. In a plane. In a plane. Hell yeah. Yep. Had so it with cool. these. So yeah, fucking ghouls. they land and travel through the streets of Reykjavik, Iceland, briefly, sure. and then go out to the country to find this... To find his institute. Yeah. The Institute S of... Snuffles. Well, well, okay, they're looking for the institute, <laughs> Yeah, but also the volcano Snuffles. Snuffles. Hmm. That's the cutest volcano name ever. Yeah. Oh, snuggly, snuggly old volcano. <laughs> so cute. But they happen upon a shack and it's well, the, like, the institute, like the picture that he found on on his PSP Googling was this guy like being taken away, yeah, or whatever. And they just find this dilapidated sign, and it's like, oh, here's Shikborsen Flugarski's place, Flugarski's. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I'm Come sorry in for some wings and things yeah. at Flugarski's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. That's the last time. Okay. Yes. Askirson's institute is here, and we're here, son, and. <laughs> So it's just this shack, and they knock on the door, and a lovely young lady comes to the door, mm -hmm. and she's like, can I please speak to that guy's name? That's Gerson. And she's like, oh, he was my father. He's dead now. Yep. Um, anywho. I am also of <laughs> science. Yeah. She, is she a sciencer? Sure. Well, I, she invites him in because it's, you know, it's kind of polite, polite and stuff, and yeah. they're sitting there, and can you tell us about your father? And it's like, yeah, he was... Basically, he, he they call him what a, a Vernian. Vernian. Yeah, he's like, like your brother was a Vernian, and he's like, what? No, what does that mean? <laughs> he starts to die before he even understands what it is. Like, no, he wasn't. What is it? Yeah, it's like it's people that believe that Jules Verne was actually writing prophetic things, not just science -fiction. fiction. Yeah, <laughs> and he's like, no, he wasn't. He just he liked this story, and he thought maybe there might be some truth to tubes that go down deep into the earth, volcanic tubes. Yeah. That's all he really thinks it is. Not that there's some hollow earth or anything. It's just like, hey, that these tubes might these go tubes. a lot further down than we think they do. And that's, yeah. you know, relevant to what I do. And she's like, no, look at these symbols in the book. Yeah, because she gets her father's yeah. copy of the book and they match yeah. up yeah. to... Same symbols. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, they're both nutters. Mm-hmm. Vernologists. Thank you very much. Yeah. Verniers. <laughs> Vernians. Oh, they had, what you, they had yeah, new teeth. Yeah, you know what I mean? New teeth. Yeah. New teeth. <laughs> 
Yeah. yeah, but it's just like, hey, we need to climb the mountain. Yeah, he's like, I'm trying to get to the center. It's it's 30 kilometers north of here. And she's like, well, you know, there's no roads there. Uh, and he's like, oh. Where we're going, we don't need roads. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, she's like, I just happen to be a mountaineer. I'm a mountainologist. Mountainologist. <laughs> <laughs> she's a mountain guy. Yeah. Yep. And she will charge you 6,500 Vernon Heinrich. 5,000 kroner. kroners a day. Cougar I, which I, I they, they say it like that. Like they play a little joke. Like there's like, oh, I can afford that uh, five thousand kroner a day. It's like I can afford that, and she's like, no, an hour. And it's like, what? And yeah. it's like, I have it's no idea. Sixty five dollars. I have no idea if that's a lot. <laughs> sixty five dollars a day in two thousand eight money. Well, it's sixty five. Uh, five thousand kroner is sixty five dollars today in two thousand eight. Sure. Oh, you looked. You, you, I, yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that's some research. I looked, kids like I looked crack, it up on a, IMDb in the trivia section. Research yeah. team yeah. over here. Yeah. But the kid's like, you got enough rolled up quarters for that, dirt? <laughs> yeah, he says, do you take rolls of quarters? <laughs> yeah. And then they're on the mountain. Take a roll of quarters yep. to your face. But why are they climbing the mountain? Shit. They are climbing the mountain to get to the thing. Oh, because right. it yes. is there. Yeah. And they get to the thing. Yeah, they're looking for the, the sensor mm-hmm. that he left in Snuffles the Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> Which he gets to, and he can't open, and immediately there's a lightning storm, and she's like, uh, run for cover. And he's like, nah, I'm going to get this. Okay, I'm going to keep grabbing this metal pole that's yeah. jammed in the ground. So, and they're like, the lightning wants the pole. Yeah. <laughs> the lightning, the lightning is attracted to <laughs> yes. it. Yeah, the lightning has feelings for that pole. <laughs> lightning wants the D. <laughs> and so pole. it starts, the lightning chases Brendan Fraser. It does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they all dive into a cave and the cave explodes and yep. oops, yep. they're trapped. Yep. And not to worry, we'll just have to go through the cave and find another way out. Yeah, we'll just randomly walk through random caves. Yeah. It's cool. They do. They, they do. They do. Yeah. They find a big hole. Well, first, well, they get they they go through, and they're like, "There's two paths at the beginning." This is this movie is a lot like the bad Indiana Jones movies, like like Temple of Doom and and what? Crystal, Crystal Skull. No, no, no. I'm saying like you're right. The plots of, of those <laughs> where it's like you're right. Where where Indy stops being knowledgeable and just goes like, "Dumb, dumb luck." I I I walked into this. Yeah. Like that's. Don't get me wrong. I like Temple of Doom because it's got you dumb better. bits, but I'm saying like Crystal Skull was a, a particularly egregious with that where oh, it was yeah. just like, I don't really know what I'm doing. It's just like dumb luck. We found exactly what we're looking for. This movie is all that because he's like, I don't know. Gut says, let's go right. Yeah, because they're faced with three tunnels and you're like, well, OK, obviously well, it, was just, it was two at the beginning. And then then it's the train okay. car thing where all it right. becomes three. But yes, you figure like, OK, we'll take this one. You can take that one. And then we report back. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, there's going to be a creepy spider in one of them or something. And it's just like, no, yeah, we'll just go this way. We just picked the right one. Yeah. But yeah, they she the the um, what's her name? Uh, Hannah. Hannah. S- Sorna Borgensen. <laughs> Hannah. She has an easy name. Oh, OK. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Great. Hannah is like. <laughs> Telling kind of telling the story of like, oh, yeah, this is probably related to this mine that used to be here 50 years ago. had a terrible accident. Like 80 something people died. Like, oh, that's great. How many survived? One. One. <laughs> oh, yeah. But she's like, yeah, we're probably getting close to this mine. And then they walk a little bit further. And lo and behold, mine, you know, like there's an old generator that they start up and it lights the whole place up. And- well, I mean, OK, we're we're skipping their descent down this giant hole. OK, because like they all strap onto the ropes that she has in her backpack. Oh, that's and, true. Yeah, yeah. And so the, the best bit of this is that Brendan Fraser basically almost falls to his death, uh, is stopped and swaying and freaking out. And she's like, I have to cut the rope. And he's like, no, dear God, I'll die. And she cuts the rope and he drops like an inch. <laughs> yeah. It's- and then he's like, I found the ground. <laughs> it's here. <laughs> and they both drop down like, yeah, okay. Well, then she's just like, he's like, you you knew the ground was there, right? And she just never gives him an answer. Yeah. 
Yeah. I, I forgot that they had to go down the giant hole. That first. was a good bit. Well, he was like being. There are many whole, giant holes that they have yeah. to go down in this movie. He mm-hmm. was being super cocky too. He's just like, oh yeah, direction is is my specialty. It's like <laughs> walking through caves. I got this, and like nearly walks into the hole. And she, yeah. yeah, but then they start a generator, which he's like, don't touch that. And also, then... also, by the way, 13-year-old Josh Hutchinson, Josh Hutchinson has called dibs on the mountain girl. Yeah, he did. Yeah. <laughs> he is guy. too young. Brendan Fraser's too old. Somehow they both think that maybe they will end up with her. Mm-hmm. And she overhears them very early about this. Oh, yeah. Like, dibs, what the fuck? <laughs> and they're like, what? Huh? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, but, yes, they, but yeah, they light up the mine and it's like, hey, cool, mine cars, mine cars let's get at them. And Brendan Fraser's like, no, maybe not. And then she just comes out of nowhere with one of the, you know, the sawhorse push pull things. <laughs> I have no idea what those things are called. I, think I, really... just, I think it's just a hand car. Isn't okay. that what they're called? Hand Whatever. Car? The thing that uh... you see in every silent movie of someone pumping up and down to get it to move. And she like bumps into the other two cars that the, those two idiots are just sitting in. Yeah. And they're just like, yo let's go <laughs> and she does all the work I mean, um, I, i'm sure there's some technical name not hand car but i'm pretty sure that's what the colloquial name is okay but anyway yes she's pushing them in like normal ass yeah mine cars and then they're just like but they go 50 feet and then it's just insane roller coaster time uh-huh it, and it's shot first person so it's a crazy 3d sequence that in yeah. 2d is just like and, yeah and all right so besides the quick flashback where it turned out to be a dream like most of this movie has felt like it was a reality mm-hmm. until this like, oh yeah this is, we, this is when the like full-on spy kids ask green screen cg nightmare with very low res textures begins yeah. and it maybe it looked cool in 3d because the depth of field and everything is you know that's how it's supposed to I have a feeling this probably looked pretty neat in 3D. Perhaps. Uh, in 2D, it's just like, oh, this is a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. You know where I think it looked really neat? Where? In 4D. Oh? Because it was part of several 4D installations. There were like 15-minute versions of this movie. Mm. Um, Sounds right. Stone Mountain. Uh-huh. Dollywood. Oh. Uh, the Weston Supermare Grand Pier. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. also on, movie on. world. Stone Mountain, like the Confederate monument Stone in Stone Mountain Park, yeah. there's. I didn't know there was a... There was a 4D theater at Stone Mountain Park. I had no idea. I thought they just did a dumb laser show on their... They, had to, they had to branch out. They can't they rest do their laurels on fucking laser shows. <laughs> laser show, a little bit of racism, <laughs> yeah. and then 4D motion yeah. rust. Can't, can't, put all, can't put all your eggs in, like, laser heritage. <laughs> yeah. So true. It's laser heritage, not laser hate. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Fucking idiots. <laughs> Blow those things off the mountain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we're going to get an iTunes review about that one, I'm sure. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Fuck just, off. Just, <laughs> 10 minutes into it, they're disrespecting. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fuck off. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anyway, it's a, it's a mine car roller coaster that yeah. is just goes wildly well, out of control. Well, of course, like all three cars just decide to somehow hit this magical like track exchange where they all well, like they off. hit a they hit a crazy jump. Well, no, no, no. First, it's just like there's literally like one of those split things, and like there's no, they, li- hit, they hit the jump first because they're oh, all okay. still together. Right. They, they have right. to. They hit this like oh, oh yeah. no, the track is out, and it's just like oh god. Oh, she's immediately like goes into full speed mode. Yeah. Like no, if we slow down, we're gonna not gonna make it, and then we're gonna find. If you speed up, you're not gonna make it. Yeah. And when like these cars come off the 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 ramp, like they're all starting to twist, and it's like none of these cars are gonna land on that track. Somehow they all do, but it's like right after that, 
they split off into three directions, and it passes a sign that has two of the I, paths with a big red X on them. I don't want to. I want. I, all right, speed is dumb. The the, the, the bus jump thing in speed oh, is, is ridiculously dumb. Terrible. Right. This is even worse because at least a bus had the entire half-built interstate thing to land on. A train works on lining up very specifically yes. on a rail. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah. And as soon as you leave also, that Also, a rail, bus has suspension and an engine right. and a steering wheel. <laughs> there, there, Center of gravity. There, is a, there are a whole lot of things in this movie that, you know, don't take into account, like, impact damage. No. Yeah. Like, it's, it's just that kid's, like, idea of, like, you know, you used to think like dumb things like, oh, it'd be super easy to like jump from moving car to moving car. Like, you know, you're driving down the highway and it's like, I could jump to that car. And it's like, no, you couldn't. You fucking idiot. You don't understand the laws of physics. You know? well, <laughs> I mean, we're about to get some of that. Right. <laughs> to be fair, this is a sort of youth oriented movie and is. it is definitely a fantasy. Sure. But but, but anyway, they, they jump this is real. <laughs> they, they jump, they die. Okay, and the rest her. of this is a fever dream. However, in, <laughs> in the rest of this is <laughs> I just caught that. Yeah. Uh, but they jump and yeah, somehow magically hit that that track splitter thing. And, and each each car goes in its own direction. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. Um, they each get their own track. And, and as you said, there's a sign that's like two are dead, mm-hmm. which is like that's terrible mind making. And this <laughs> and one is safe. Yes. So, of course, Josh Richardson's safe. He goes <laughs> off on the, <laughs> on the <laughs> he's, he's on the safe track. <laughs> and mm-hmm. the other two, you know, first it's like, quick, jump to my mind car. Your track's about to end. And then it's, oh, no, your track's about to end. So she mountaineers up this dumb thing, throws a grappling hook out onto the track and yoink them out of the moving car just in time for it to slam into a wall. Yes. They, again, hit the ground, not breaking their necks or anything else. To be fair to them to the mine it's mm-hmm. had an accident and perhaps those two tracks became dangerous right but that's like the castle uh that would be like someone went back in there and went but nope not anymore <laughs> like the one guy that survived he just went back and be like don't take this track <laughs> yeah yes okay. he did because he was a kind individual <laughs> okay he mm-hmm. cared sure but yeah they're laying there dead on the ground and josh hodgerson runs back <laughs> in and is like hey guys what's going on <laughs> And why are you like, laying on top of each other? <laughs> and he's just like, hey, what's that hole in the wall that you created by slamming your mine car into it? And they're like, oh, it's a thing. Let's, let's go in there. Yeah. And this is don't they? Oh, they first they go into the geode cavern because it's nothing but crystals and rubies. And I know that's where they that's where. The, yeah, that's. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. They go into right. like the geode cavern where I, I do like after the after they fall out of the mine car, Brendan Fraser trying to get up is just like. I'm the oldest, bro- yeah. most broken man of just like, I, I have a feeling that was actually Brendan Fraser trying to sit up. Because that's how we all feel now. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But so, yeah, they go into this cavern and it's all like, hey, look, gems and stuff. And then they walk a little further. and It's like, oh, my God. Ooh, it's nothing but diamonds. Diamonds. Emeralds. <laughs> so what what was it? Rubies. Mm-hmm. So first, Josh Richardson says, oh, look, rubies. Mm-hmm. And then Hannah goes, oh, look, emeralds. And then, then purple horse Brendan shoes. Fraser. Brendan Fraser's like, oh, feldspar. Yes, <laughs> I thought that was a good joke, <laughs> nerd. Because <laughs> like, oh, well, oh, he also, yeah, yeah, they, I know. They, Actually, they find valuable things, and he finds feldspar. It's important. We also skipped a, a later important plot point is when they find the giant hole before they rappel down it. He decides to light a flare. He's gonna he's gonna get Josh Hutcherson to time the flare as he drops it down and holds it up. 
and lights the cavern roof that's made of mostly of magnesium. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because he's like, you know, it's this whole like sparking thing. He's like, mm-hmm. oh, it's it's magnesium. That, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. It's and just, in it, that shot actually burned himself. They had to shut down production because oh. he burned his hand off. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> But yeah, and then she pulls out a glow stick. It's like, how about you try this? Yeah. But important. She has flares. She does. And there's magnesium. In she has a caves. magical Jack Bauer backpack of just whatever she needs. Well, she's a good mountaineer. She is. Mountain guide. Mountain lady. It's a Bauer with some extra umlauts. Yes. Bauer. Feldspar makes up about 41% of the Earth's continental crust by weight. Neat. So it's even less interesting that yeah. he found felt. So it's very common. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so, but yes, they're they're, they're like, hey, over diamonds. The... Let's get the diamonds, and then all of a sudden the floor starts to crack. Yep. Oh no, it's muscovite. Yeah, because she wipes off a, p- and she's like, oh, this isn't ground. This is, and he's like, yeah, uh, come back the way you came, and it'll be fine. And then everything's almost fine until Josh Hutcherson drops <laughs> a diamond. And people well, say he's crazy. He's got diamonds by the soles of his shoes. Well, that's one way to cure these cracking blues. Been, Except it cracks. Been the hanging on to that, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> Was your saving Graceland, huh? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so they fall. Yeah. Well, not at first. First, you get the dramatic like 3D like diamond coming to the ground. Oh no! And it hits us. You're like, oh, I guess we're okay. Well, yeah. I guess it's thicker than I thought. <laughs> yes. And then they yes they fall for like 30 minutes straight. They do. Yes. They, it's they, just 30 minutes of nothing but falling. I mean, it's, it's actually... They stop way too early to do the joke of we're still falling. Like, they're screaming for 10 seconds, and then I, they, I, they all stop and go, we're still falling. I actually think it's funny the way it plays out, because they... <laughs> I, did they did they, do, did they do this in Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, too, when they're falling into hell? I think so, Like, yeah. they were just falling and falling, like, dude, we're still falling. <laughs> yeah. But similar thing, like, they're, they're just... As long as they can, and then they go like, "We're still falling. Yeah. Why are we still falling?" And then they start like, "Well, I have some theories." They just start shouting science at each other. It's kind of great. And I, I swear to, okay, so <laughs> Brendan Fraser starts shouting important information, but I cannot understand a single word he says in this sequence. It is just. Well, Josh Hutcherson's like, Josh he's like, what's at the bottom of this? And he's like, well, there's several theories about that. It's like, it's like we could be falling directly into magma. However, if it's we, if it starts getting humid, we may actually encounter water, yeah. which could lead into a waterfall, which may act sort of like a, 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 a water slide yeah. and break our fall. And then she's like, but if the water's falling down, wouldn't that be creating stalagmites in which we would just impale ourselves? He's like, yes, that's also possible. <laughs> we could be falling to our doom that way too and then they're like wait is that water <laughs> oh well here comes the water slide and yep. then we water slide for two seconds into some water and they swim out they swim out except she doesn't then he has to rescue her first she just stops her backpack was too heavy is that is what, it what was? she says which oh. is just like no swim harder <laughs> yeah. what are you doing I, I, I call bullshit because Icelanders float yeah <laughs> <laughs> That's two. That's two movies that that Brendan Fraser has been in where I, ice does not float. That's, yeah, you're right, GI Joe. Mm-hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. yeah, they they're on a beach. Yeah, they just find a beach and then they they, they find s- a treehouse. Yeah, well, they, they, then they walk in as you said, the Genesis Project. Like they, yep. they they go through a little crack and they're like, oh look, there's a cavern over here. First, there's uh, luminescent birds. Yes, by, which they take a while for somebody who's supposed to be a scientist to go. They're birds, but they're bioluminescent, mm-hmm. like algae or plankton, and that's weird. Yeah, 
Also, these should have been extinct 150... Mi- I don't know why. That's not Brandon Fraser at all. But no. <laughs> he, just, he just... Like, every once in a while, the scientist kicks in, and I was like, do you... Are you, you seriously the just, science? Well, I'm just like, are you seriously going to look at glowy birds and not say bioluminescence? They get there eventually, but yeah, yeah. So yeah, and the birds don't do the thing that you think they would do in a movie like this, which is like one floats up to Josh Hutcherson and is all like being cute, and you're like, okay, open your mouth and show your vicious teeth, and oh god, run from the birds. But it's just like, no, they're cute birds. Mm-hmm. They're just really cute, emotive birds for some reason, and one hangs around for the rest of the movie. Yeah. One uh, befriends Josh Hutcherson. <laughs> Josh Hutcherson? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then it's just, yeah, they're just like, wow, look at all of this. It's amazing. Anyway, there's a treehouse over here. Let's check that out. Yeah. But it, yeah, they, they go through this crack and it's the Genesis Project room. It's mm-hmm. just this grand valley. Yeah. There's a glowing sun thing in the center of it. Like, oh, that's a, that's a neuron star things. trapped with the thing and stuff. Oh, Whatever. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Look, treehouse. Mm hmm. So the two dudes go in there, and she just wanders off for some reason. Or I think the bird leads her. She's like, "What bird?" And then mm-hmm. like goes and looks over a cliff and is just like, "Well, first she finds a like a, a water bottle, scratches it off, and as you said, it was like it's gonna say Max, and yep. yes, it's carved Max on it. And they're they're just poking around this treehouse and finding, you know, old journals and tools from like the 1800s, and they're like, "Oh, it's um, oh, it's the dude from the book, yeah." The, the, the character who's probably a real guy that they're convinced now. Yeah, that, Nickelback is his name. Yes. <laughs> yeah. George Nickelback. Yeah. Star of the novel. <laughs> Journey to the Center. We're big literary nerds here, could you tell? <laughs> yeah. They're like, look at this graph. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> it, shows, <laughs> it shows how to get to the center of the earth. Uh, but yeah, they're um, like, wow, these and the, these things were state of the art a hundred years ago. Wow. Yeah. Meanwhile, she's she's following the bird slash walking over and just kind of has a oh my. Leidenbrock. Leidenbrock. Yeah, yes. that's, that's so that's close Icelandic. to Look at this Leidenbrock. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a Cronerback. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Lowenbrow. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> you absolute clowns! How dare you mock a literary figure? Oh right, easily. <laughs> oh okay, yeah. Yeah, she, she looks over a cliff and is just like, oh, oh no, oh, dear God. Oh, no, dear God. No. <laughs> yeah. We don't see it. Yeah. But she comes back and is just like, uh, Brendan Fraser, can you come out here for well, a second, they've please? Also, they've also discovered a newer book, which, yeah. you know, obviously is Max's book because yeah. it's like, hey, check this out. He's like, actually, that's not Lowen Brow's writing. It's <laughs> I know you said the right name. It I looks like your it. dad. Yeah, this is actually your dad's writing. And he's like, wow, yeah. my so dad's then, then she's here. like, hey, Brendan Fraser, um, come over here. Yeah, and we never see the corpse. It's just like cut to him going, "Oh no!" And then like he's he's Captain Kirk to him. He's they've Star Trek generation stolen on a cairn for him. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, they've buried him under rocks on the beach, and they're just all like boohooing and. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he reads the final page of the journal, like, "Tell my boy, I, w- I loved him." He's like, "Well, boy, I, I left you when you were yeah. three, and I I did all this for you, and I'm dead now, so mm-hmm. don't come here." <laughs> now I'm three dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah and is this basically like we got to get n- north so we got to build a boat yeah pretty much well like almost immediately you're like man it's getting kind of warm in here yeah. and then like he starts sciencing of like oh shit yeah the timing of this yeah it looks like he was writing and he said if i don't get out of here at this one window i'm basically going to be boiled alive in this cave mm-hmm. so Maybe that's yeah we happened. we've got to get across that sea where i buried your your dad 
Josh Hutcherson. And, <laughs> and I think there's a, like if you read the book, it's like there's a geyser over there, and it's just gonna lift us up into the the safe where we place. belong yeah, onto the surface. <laughs> and they're like, that all sounds reasonable. Let's let's fasten a raft. Yep. And it's raft building montage. And mm-hmm. love a good raft montage. Yeah. Yeah. They they put together a raft for a while. Yep. Um, and, and then, then they, they build a like, sail. Like whoa. Sail, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but like they they no, no, hoist no, no. that thing and it's well, just it's, like it's we a, gotta go. Boom. Well, it's like not a sail, so he's like, no. Well, Joshua's like, like should we should we mounting this? Stuff? I'm just gonna keep doing. It. Sorry, it's just a bunch of Z's now. <laughs> Josh, <laughs> all you have to do is go. Yeah, as long as you get the tempo right, yeah, yeah. tempo Josh, and inflection Josh. right, yeah. everybody will know he's you're like, talking about. Josh. Should we be lashing this, you know, sail to the boat? And he's like, oh no. We're going to use these thermal winds up there. Yeah. They're going to get us there faster. And you're like, okay. Um, so, yeah, they they take this, like, parachute kite thing. And it's just like, got to go. basically kite surfing. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, Underground <laughs> over the underground sea. And, and then it's just, it's suddenly like every sea movie, you know, where someone escapes somewhere. It's just like, oh, there's turbulent weather now and lightning. and. Well, first it was giant piranha. Well, I mean, they're sailing into... Yes, it's like you know, like, into like, it. ah, it's just a little bit of rain, and yeah. then they're like, "What's that?" And yeah. then you know, then it's oh, like these giant full hurricane. The tiny ship was tossed. <laughs> yeah, if not for the 3D and the bats, the <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but like these these giant like uh, barracuda looking evil things start jumping out of the water, and they, they... look like anglerfish. Okay, yeah. sure. Yeah. Angry, Ang- angry anglerfish yes. are jumping out of the water, mostly at the camera. Yeah, of course, lots of it at the camera, <laughs> yep. and then. He's like, I told you I was going to take you to the batting cages. Ha, ha, let's do this. And then, yeah, they're just... They just take some sticks. <laughs> they're just beating on the fish until somehow Josh Hutcherson They're just gets, whacking the mackerel there. Yeah. <laughs> the whack a mackerel? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. All of a sudden, he gets a call from his mom on his cell phone. Yeah. Because, of he, course, he immediately, as soon as they're buried, he's like, oh, let me call somebody. Oh, you don't have a signal. Fucking Nokia. Yeah. yeah. But they must have been under Sweden or something because they get, he gets enough signal. Mm-hmm. Ah, Mom, we're hanging out. We're having pizza with Uncle Uncle Guy. Yeah, uncle, <laughs> uncle Guy. <laughs> uncle Trevor. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then a fish just comes, comes up and yoinks his phone away. Uh-huh. And he's like, ah, shit. And, and, th- and then this ends with like one of the angler fish like lands on the boat and is about to bite Hannah in the ass. Yeah, like it's it's just like a hey, look at her ass, yep. and then she's like backing into this lunch, fish, which lunch, is like that yeah, ass, give me that ass. And, and then, then they Brendan Fraser's away. like, nope, yeah. that's mine, and <laughs> ganks that fish out of the boat. And yeah, and, and then dinosaurs show up to eat the fish. Well, yeah, a bigger a, like giant eel things start coming out. You know, a the, bigger blacker fish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically it's like you know giant magical eel plurdons. Yeah. It's the Qui-Gon. There's always a bigger fish. Yeah. 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 So the dinosaurs show up to eat the fish mm-hmm. and Brandon Fraser's like, Dino- not meat eaters. <laughs> you're you're <laughs> they're fish doing eaters. great. <laughs> they're not. Uh, he says they're not after us. They're, they're Episcopalians. After... <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, the... Yes. Maybe. Only on Fridays are they going to eat the other fish. Right. Yeah. yeah. They're like, oh, no, they're not after us. They are after these other fish that were after us. Yeah. So let us steer away. So let's steer away, mm-hmm. which they do. Let us sail away. Um, then the then... lady gets hurt because she's hanging on to the rope. Right. Yeah. She gets, she gets rope, rope burns. burns. Yeah. yeah. Great mountaineering if you get fucking rope burns from a stupid. Well, she's wearing fingerless gloves. Sea sail. The fuck? Yeah. yeah. But uh, Brendan Fraser goes to tend to her. 
And then Josh Hutcherson is like, I got this and just tries to like Spider-Man the the sales that like I got I'm gonna yeah. rah, I'm gonna pull them together. And he just gets fucking yoinked off this boat. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and the like, wind Bye. yeets him from the boat. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh Sean. Mm-hmm. So Bye. He, he ends up on one beach, they end up on another. And never the two shall meet again. Uh, they all no, they die. Go, they go on their own journeys yeah. through the center of the earth at this point. <laughs> They're crushed to death. By yeah, well, the... Josh Hutcherson wakes up and one of the anglerfish is like right by his face and he's just like, oh no. And then all of a sudden the, his magical bird friend shows up, mm-hmm. who I guess followed them across the fucking sea. Yeah, he, that bird... showed up in the middle of the yeah. storm sequence. It's like, hey, or right before the storm yeah. sequence. It was hanging out in the sail. Sail! <laughs> mm. So, yeah, it, okay. it came along with him. But yeah, and it becomes just a... A, a guide mm-hmm. just like hey follow me I'll yeah. show you the way it's Josh Hutcherson's Navi hmm. yeah. yeah it's like hey Josh over here <laughs> yep shut up so he's got his dad's compass oh yeah they've also explained that the compasses are backwards down here because yeah. reasons north means south so yeah. go south mm-hmm. young man and so he goes through a crevasse and then is in the last crusade <laughs> <laughs> he he has several things he has to get his way out of, Some but challenges. yes, eventually he like, yeah, he just gets to this room where he's walking across this like ca- uh, just chasm, and there's these rocks, and all of a sudden he's like, wait, these rocks aren't touching anything; they're floating. Well, he trips. Oh, he trips. Yeah, and uh, oh, his Swiss Army Swiss knife. Army knife comes tumbling out of his pocket, yeah. floats in the air for a second for the 3D effect, mm-hmm. and then he looks at his compass, which is going haywire, and he's like, uh, he's like oh magnetic field <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> accurate magnetic yes. fields forever and then he just has to frogger across some, some yeah rocks. he does this you know every game every 3d platforming game thing where you have to jump up across a bunch of fucking rocks yeah and you fall a million times the, the best part about this is he leaps first he leaps to one rock and is like riding the inertia until it just stops and then like for some reason, the bird has just flown to the other side and is like, come on, do it. Do the thing. Come on. And the, and he jumps to this one rock and like loses inertia where like he's just like sitting there in the middle, like no rocks close by. And it cuts over that bird and he, the bird literally does a disappointed like head, head shake. shake. God, you and, suck. And it's just like, <laughs> all right. It's one of those kind of movies. Yeah. I think it's when he jumped on the rock and the rock started rotating around. No, no, no. It was that was pre this. That oh, okay. was pre the, the, the bird was disappointed just at his like not figuring out proper inertia. Right. But yeah, because he he he's stuck on one rock and the bird's like, oh no, and then he jumps to another one and then jumps to a bigger one and that's when it's like he he barely makes it and lands on the edge and it starts the whole thing just slowly turning yeah. while he's hugging this rock like like doing a full three sixty. And then, like, actually, like, almost like a 180. No, it can't be. You could have done a 180 because he finally just, it comes to a stop and it's, like, actually hit the other side. Yeah. But then it starts going back the other way. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And he's like, what the shit? Yeah. And just the disappointed bird shot. Oh, my God. It's it's gold. Yeah. Yeah. But eventually he gets across. He does. Yeah. Um, And then ends up in a desert Mm -hmm. uh, slash boneyard. Yeah. He's in a boneyard. Um, There's a T-Rex here. Yep. It's a real good (laughs) T-Rex. Yeah. By real good, he means not good at all. Oh, this is a pretty good T-Rex. <laughs> I don't know. It's the, a Trex. The Jurassic Games T-Rex is pretty good. Yeah. This this one's Ooh, not. Oh, wait. Hunger Games, Jurassic Games. It all checks out. Yep. 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 Okay. Yep. Here we go. Yep. Yep. It's yep. come full circle. <laughs> yeah. 
All that malarkey. Just like he just did on that rock. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, Josh so, Richardson always comes around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, he gets he's going to get chased by the there T-Rex. Was, there was a like while. a T-Rex in detention too, wasn't there? He's just surrounded by T-Rex. I, there was a, like a dinosaur part in that movie. You might reason. be right. Detention broke my brain. Yeah, okay. I, <laughs> PETA and the T-Rex. <laughs> P-T-Rex. PETA and the T-Rex. Um, the other two are in another place, and they're like, it's getting hotter. We we really need to go. And Brendan Fraser's like, yeah, I'm going to go get Sean. Yeah. And she's like, all right. See you later, nerd. Yeah, like they're, they're constantly like checking the thermometer to see how hot it is. And it's like it's like 115, 120 by now. They're not even sweating. Not, well, they're like, she's sweating in the cleavage area. That's about it. <laughs> I'm she's... saying like, she just has like a nice glisten going on in the chesticle area. And it's like, everyone's just barely like, she's also like taking her mountain pants and turning them into short shorts because, you know, hey, dads, yeah. you're going like, to like this part of the movie. Oh, when they got to their beach. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. They get attacked by uh, <laughs> Venus flytraps. Oh, right. <laughs> to which he fucking punches them all to death mm-hmm. and then rips his sleeves off. Right. Well, one of them rips one of his sleeves off. And then the last thing he does is he like, you know, the, the you can sense the thing coming up behind you and you do the mm-hmm. snap punch yeah. behind you. Mm-hmm. He does that and then he rips his other yeah. sleeve off I just, and goes... Argh! I feel like we've blown through this. I, I, look, I don't know if these if our live jokes in the studio are going to translate. Okay. But this was my favorite part of the movie because we were, we were <laughs> nailing it on the jokes at this point. <laughs> we were doing pretty good. So, first off, if you've seen the Venus tra- flytrap, uh-huh. you you know that when they open up, they, they have a certain look to them. <laughs> Yes, uh-huh. there is a, uh, <laughs> a certain, certain resemblance, certain resemblance to some lady parts, especially these. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so this giant thing opens. <laughs> BJ goes, "Oh, look, it's a George O'Keefe paint- painting." Yeah. And I said, "Oh, I think you mean George O'Leafe." Yep. Yes. <laughs> to which then she gets she gets tangled up, and then he picks up. He, he basically like rips out of the, from the roots yes. one of these things. Yes, he does. Picks it up and then just knee snaps it. So it's a Venus fly snap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that just it's like it kills the whole system because they're like, oh, we'll let her go. And that's when he also punches one in the mouth. He does punch one in the mouth, <laughs> but he yeah. gets fucking caught. Yeah. yeah. But then he rips his hand out and is covered in goo. Mm-hmm. Which, but yes, I don't know where that goo. But yes, is. he does the like final like, oh, there's one more behind me, isn't there? Whap, and then rips his last of his like just to give himself the full tank top. He's like, yeah, come on. It's it's just, you a, can do it. it's a weird moment that suddenly turns into like a wrestling montage where it's like Brendan Fraser is just like, I'm a badass now. It's literally. I'm going to fucking rip these plants in half. Punching Venus flytraps <laughs> to death. It's so weird, but whatever. Yep. So that happened. Yep. But then he's like, I got to go find Sean. And she's like, okay, fine. So yeah, they, well, she stands on like a cliff and is just like Sean and gets no answer. But then when the T-Rex shows up, he's like, oh, that's where Sean is. Yeah, they, they have this moment where he's like, I got to go get my nephew. This is all my fault. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, I'll wait by the river as long as I can. Bye. Here's, Until it starts boiling, here, I here's guess. A, here's a <laughs> weird unearned kiss for luck yeah. thing. She's like, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Get another just chance. Maybe. Whatever. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> I because could, movie. I, I could die down here. So, you know, whatever. Kiss a mummy before I go, yeah. I guess. He uh, the mummy. He's an Encino man. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> buddy. Um, but yeah. So like, yes, he, he enters the desert. It's like somehow they, mass- they they missed the magnetic rocks and all that. They just went some other path and still ended up here at the desert. Yeah. So yes, he hears some rumbling of the T-Rex. Josh Hutcherson has been chased into a cave by the T-Rex yeah. and is like pinned up against the back while it's, you know, chomping and trying to get him. And then he just goes to the other side and just starts beating his way through the yeah, cave stabbing the, the wall the mud and... cave with a with a 
bone or something. Yeah. And then just joinks him out. And is like, we got to go. Yep. And go they do. Yeah. And then he, they're running. Until. They're running. <laughs> and then the T-Rex is, of course, gaining on them because, you know, they're faster. It's a T-Rex. Faster. Yeah. yeah. Um, and there's a lot of real bad dialogue, especially during this sequence, of people talking to each other about things they should not be talking about while, while running from a T-Rex. Just like. Oh, how do you know, Chuck? Have you ever ran from a T-Rex? No. Well, there you go. But I wouldn't say any of this dumb shit. Eh, you don't know. Just so you're like, in that situation. <laughs> whatever. Because <laughs> like halfway through, it's like Josh Hutcherson is like, have you ever seen a dinosaur before? He's like, not one with skin. You know, it's just like, shut up. But yes, they, they end up start, they run and then he like, he veers off. He's like, keep going. And I guess like attracts the T-Rex like. Look, there's more meat here. Yeah. I'm Brendan Fraser. Yeah. Um, Come bite my ass, T-Rex. <laughs> and then they run onto the fucking... More Moscovites. Mar- yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. More marzipan. Yeah. Yeah. More Moscowitz. And eventually it's just like, okay, see you, T-Rex. You fell. Yep. R.I.P.T. <laughs> Ripped. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then uh, they, they walk into a cave and it's like, oh, a boiling river. How are we going to get past this? And... Lady just rose up in a d- dinosaur jaw. Yeah, that's now a boat, and she's like, "Hey, boys, get in!" And they're like, "Well, this is convenient. Let's go." Yeah, so they go, and they basically get to where the volcano is, and they're like, "Oh, we missed it." Yeah, well, they get like it, 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 they have one more like you know dumb like mine car thing where it's like, "Oh, the the, the river's getting thinner," and uh, yeah, we didn't need another one of these. Well, it's just the jaw falls down a long ways and then gets wedged in the rocks. Yeah, so it's like some rock jaw, and um, <laughs> and because they're like, "Okay, here comes yeah. the thing," and he's like, "No, we're like three hours late. It's not gonna happen." Yeah, we've missed the geyser. So, yeah. but the, then they're like, "But the walls are wet." And he's, and like, he's like, "You're right. You're right. The walls are wet." Yeah, there's gonna, probably some ice or water behind this. If only. Oh wait, look. There's magnesium. magnesium. Yeah, I'm gonna light it, and then the water and the steam and the thing. Mm-hmm. So he, they have three flares, and he jabs the wall with two of them, and it's just like that didn't work. Yeah, he's bad he's, at flaring. Yeah, he's really bad at this yeah. somehow. He's just, just like jamming them in like yeah. a like, virgin on prom flame. night, just cramming <laughs> it against the rock. I mean, the, the thing about like magnesium is it lights real easy. It just needs a certain temperature to yeah. get going. Yeah. yeah. Magnesium doesn't give a fuck about water. Just hold it there for a second, you mm-hmm. idiot. Yeah, don't jam it in there. Of course. I mean, this is this movie is the pinnacle of scientific accuracy. It absolutely totally is. So, yeah. This is actually a documentary. Yes. Um, that's what I thought. Yeah. That's where <laughs> Brendan Fraser was for all that time. Are y'all Verners, too? Uh, mm, yes. Yeah. Okay. But eventually they they dangle him over this thing and it's just like get down there to where the dry spots are and jab your flare there. Well, he has to dramatically like it still doesn't work. He has to dramatically throw his flare at the camera across the way to yeah. the dry part, which almost doesn't light, but then lights. And then they're like, "Hang on, here comes the geyser." Yep. And then they just get launched into the fucking stratosphere. Yep. In this dinosaur jawbone, and a lot more terrible dialogue is said. Yep. And then they hit the ground and somehow start sliding without breaking the bone or their bones or any other bones. Dinosaur jaws are I mean, strong. It might be a fossilized dinosaur jaw bone, but then it also probably wouldn't be floating. I don't know. Look, man. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I've got to stop thinking. We really should stop thinking the movie's almost over. But they slide for a while and then go through a vineyard. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, and then they land, a, and then he's an like, "Hey, angry he's like <laughs> Vintner. <laughs> Vintner, yeah, Vintner, yeah. Vintner. Was that the guy's name? I don't know. Yep, That's... Marvin Vintner. <laughs> yes, Vintner Gardens. Yeah, yeah, uh, Vintner Avenue. 
But he's just like, oh, hey, the, you did the thing to my... He's saying it in Italian. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, no, no. You, you can't do that yet because that's going to pay off even better. Because oh, like, well, Brendan Fraser's like, hey, that's Mount Vesuvius. We're in Italy. So yeah, when your mom asks, just tell her we took a trip to Italy. Hey. And then the hey. guy's like, hey, my, 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 my grapes. <laughs> Yeah, that's but in, yes, in Italian, right? And Josh that's what I was just like, to say. he's like, "Hey, hold up!" and reaches in his pocket and pulls out one of the diamonds, and then walks over to the guy and like hands it to him. He's like, "You take uh, for your grapes." <laughs> Yeah, and he then just the starts, I'm not kidding. Goes, like Josh Hutcherson actually goes, "You take off for your grapes." He starts start. just Father yeah. Guido Sarducciing this yeah. guy. He's like, "You take the, the, the diamond for you." It's like you don't have to do the accent, guy. No, no, that's how you speak Italian. No, don't you yeah. don't joke. You, you just take say things. In, rock. You just take say things in English. Throw an A at the end and go. You take the diamond. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, that's See, exactly how you speak Italian. Yeah, but I this should. guy forgives him for his horrible racism. He's, like, like, oh, he's, he's actually like, you want to take another slide? <laughs> you <laughs> want the, he, say, he says in English, yeah. you want to slide again? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's pretty, like, it's pretty if bad. If you spoke English, what the fuck was all that about? <laughs> right. <laughs> why'd you, well, make, my, would, why'd you, you make my kid be well, racist right, hold, on, hold on, hold on, Chuck. You are now assuming that if a dinosaur jawbones comes sliding through your vineyard Go and on. Some, some people <laughs> get out... Yes. And you're in Italy. Yeah. That you're like, they must be American. <laughs> <laughs> and an yeah. Icelandic person. Yes. <laughs> Only Americans would not do that right. shit. <laughs> I know. I just. You're the one being now like, that's not even racist. It's, it can't uh, be. It's not racist. It's a fact. Americans are the fucking clowns of the universe. I'm just saying. That's have you so seen American? You're like, yeah. hey, pro tip. If someone hops out of a dinosaur boat after having destroyed your vineyard. They're American. Then, then you, yeah. just, you go immediately into English. You're like, yeah. the fuck are these motherfuckers doing? Yeah. You, you get the fuck American. out of my venue, you son of a bitch. All right, fair point. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Have you seen us lately? Yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah. You got a point. Yeah, but uh, then we got to go back to America so Brendan Fraser can almost punch... <laughs> What's his face in the face? Oh, he just punches him with arrogance is yeah. all he really does. He's like, yeah, well, you know, enjoy your new lab space, Seth Meyers. Yeah. I'll be bu- buying a whole new building. I got a whole yeah. building with... Also, um, you can read about it in Scientific American. Yeah. Maybe you've heard of it. It's a magazine. <laughs> They're still relevant in 2008. Yep. Scientific, scientific journals will always be relevant. Sure. Yeah, the online version. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, they go back home and, they, like, kid's mom shows up and it's just like yep yeah, canada time mm-hmm. i had no idea I, I actually thought that was hannah at first yeah because the mom is so nondescript yeah but i oh, know that's right her, yeah her car was there they were loading shit in her car. i don't know whatever and he gave he gave the kid like hey here's another book of your dad's this one's about atlantis yeah so yeah. next year why don't you come for two weeks three weeks or yeah. whatever over christmas vacation Blah blah blah. So the, the sequel is supposed to be <laughs> them, <road>. you know, <laughs> yeah. journey to Atlantis. But that movie. Maybe that's how the next one, like the opening scene, wraps up as him like getting off the boat from Atlantis. Like whew, that was fun. Anyway, Brendan yeah. Fraser died. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's real Brendan Fraser got speared by an angry merfather. <laughs> anyway, what's my next adventure? <laughs> yeah. Wait, is Judge in the next one? Yes, he's the only one in the next okay. one. Like everyone else was like, no. <laughs> That's yeah. That's I mean that's that's basically it. That's it. The the oh the kid stole the bird. Yeah, the kid <laughs> the kid bird napped. Uh, yeah, our a supposedly extinct species. To, well, be, to be fair, that bird wanted to be napped. Yeah, yeah, you're right. 
He was asking for it. <laughs> I'm saying that, that bird was all about Josh Hutcherson. Yeah. yeah. He's like, put me in your knapsack. Yeah. <laughs> put Josh me in your bird knapsack. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Take me home, Tweeta. <laughs> yeah. But he's just like, yeah, I brought this bird back. And then the bird's like, freedom. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, pretty and, much. Yeah. Well, no, it flies right into the camera and dies. Right. Mm. Yes. For our yeah. 3D Credits. amusement. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to have some bioluminescent pigeons in the park, I think, pretty yeah. soon. Oh, yeah. Poisoning this pigeons bird, in the This park. bird fucks. <laughs> Yeah. Man, that, yeah. that'll make pigeons useful. They'll and then light up a, at night. Yeah. Go to yeah. The park again. Yeah. <laughs> hey, parks will be safer at uh-huh. night. Yeah. yeah. Just cut down our energy bills. We'll just have, yeah. Just lit luminous park. <laughs> these these birds are lit. <laughs> yeah. AF. <laughs> Great job, fam. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, there's some dynamite in the in the credits. Yeah. Which was well, not in the movie. The first segment of the credits is all like items from the film mm-hmm. rotating around in 3D and you're like yeah all right and then there's this one stick then of dynamite it switches to the mine carts for a while yeah mm-hmm. it's just it's a recap in 3D CG of bullshit and then you just see a stick of dynamite floating around and you're like they didn't use dynamite in this movie fuck you yeah it's not a flare yeah and it just keeps coming back like all throughout the credits and you're like oh man this is going to be great this is going to be fucking awesome <laughs> can't believe we're reviewing the credits now <laughs> <laughs> well they're going to pay this off and like it keeps floating around and floating around and the credits start wrapping up you're like oh man this is going to set up the next one it's going to be great and then it just a tiny explosion behind the title. Just, you know, like a journey to the center of the earth. And this little stick of dynamite goes. <laughs> and the titles go. <laughs> that's it. Yep. <laughs> Boy, what a great payoff. I'm, I'm glad. So good. Glad we waited around for the whole credits for that. Yeah. It was magnificent. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was great. It was magnesium. Let's rate it. All, All right. right. I'm tired of talking about this. Okay. <laughs> Hmm. Man, everyone's just chomping at the bit here. Well, I just don't know how to rate this uh, exactly. I actually had a lot of fun watching it. Uh-huh. Um, it's real dumb. The CG is pretty bad. Um, Brendan Fraser is out there trying to make this, you know, watchable. He's doing a good job. Josh Husher- Husherson is honestly not that bad. Amy Bream, I think is her name, is fine. It's... Anita. Anita, yeah. Yeah. I need a better agent. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Anita Bream is fine. Those are the only real... Only three people in the movie. That's pretty much it, yeah. Um, The CG is bad. Some of the jokes hit pretty well. I don't know. This movie made like, what, $300 million? Something like that, Somehow? Yeah. Eh. <laughs> yes, good point. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember a damn like I don't remember this movie coming out at all. Mm-hmm. But apparently it did it, and it did fairly well. Yes. Was Brendan Fraser still hot in 2008? Oh, Brendan a hot Fraser commodity is always hot. I mean, yes, but was he a hot commodity? He was a get like you could get him and put his name above the title. <laughs> Wait, so he wasn't a get. He As was just he was available. available. Yeah. By that token, ladies, I'm a get. As in, you can get me. I mean, <laughs> easily. This Change also your Twitter came, profile too. This also came out around the time of that fourth mummy movie, which everyone's like, they made a fourth mummy movie, but yeah, it even it, had Jet Li in it. It never still like, oh, what? Yeah, I didn't have so it. So I. I think collectively, just all of us were not paying attention to these kinds of movies when they were coming out. We were just like, that's for the kids. <laughs> no, thank you. So, yeah, I mean, you know, he's did still you, a name. Did you, did you land on a rating or are you still... Him no, him I'm him still kind of 
Yeah, trying to hem it in. Mm. All right. See what that hem's worth. Yeah. I really don't know. Like, I could probably go at least eight jocks. Okay. Maybe two? I don't know. All right. Matter of fact, this is the same year as that Mummy movie. Oh. Yeah. He was a git. (laughs) I don't know. It's hard to to rate this stupid thing. Because it's not bad, but... I mean, you don't need to see it. Nobody needs to see this movie. Okay. It had, like... <laughs> the only thing... This movie has, in it, in and of itself, has not enriched my life in any way. Mm-hmm. The experience of enjoying it with you guys was, that was worth fun. something. Yeah. Yes, yes. Definitely. I will never forget it until, like, six minutes after I leave the studio tonight. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um... <laughs> I, I, I guess a jocks. I'm, I'm going to think about <laughs> I it. I guess a jocks. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I will note that in the official log. Yeah. I reserve the right to change that before we call it for the evening. Okay. okay. All right. Fine. I'm going to think about it some more while you guys talk. Okay. Mm. Uh, I'm giving it a bag. I Only because I can't say you need to see it. I, I just, there, there's a jocks is a recommendation and I can't in any way say, hey, you should probably see that. There's... There's a couple of jokes that work. Um, I actually feel like Brendan Fraser is kind of lowballing it for a lot of this movie. Like, he's screaming a lot, but there's not... Especially, like, the first 30 minutes, I felt sorry for him. He felt like a broken man. Like, just... Well, there's he something... was a broken man. I know, but it, it was conveyed. I mean, in the, in, the, in the film, he was supposed to be a broken I, man. He was sad know. about everything. His research was being shut down. His brother had died so many years ago, and he obviously wasn't over it yet. Yeah. Seth Myers was being a dick to him. He was stuck with this stupid ass kid. I, yeah, I, I, I think as a fifteen minute theme park attraction, this is great. Oh, I bet that's, I bet it's fucking wild. That uh, minecart thing yeah. is probably really good. Yeah, but watching it, mm, I, I don't need it. I don't, I don't need this. <laughs> I don't need it. I don't so, need it. One bag. I, I don't, I don't actively dislike it or anything. It's just I can't recommend it. So. That's the best rating I can give it. I'm confused because I had to check back because this harkens a lot in my in my mind to the spies kid mm-hmm. um, in so many ways in the bad CG and the obviously laws of physics don't mean anything. This is written for children. Who the fuck cares? Right. You you seem to like those a lot more than I did. I, because I was very much enjoying Antonio Banderas. Okay. Banderas. Because he is going for it especially in that first one sure. but like those movies had like a billion cameos and a bunch of fun people and like ricardo montalban and just you know sure yeah a very good-natured kids movie world going on it didn't seem insult. it wasn't fart jokes and no you know bullshit some of it was but they got yeah. worse as they went along obviously yeah. but i yeah i don't know i <laughs> This I I didn't I, the only one I even remotely cared for was the first Spy Kids, mm-hmm. but I think this is on par with that. I can give it a jocks. I can say this is a, somewhat of a recommendation. Okay. I I I'm I'm trying to just rate the movie because I had a whole lot of fun watching this tonight. That's the weird thing is like I'm trying to rate this as a divorced. You're not hanging out with us, having a fun time. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I do that, and sometimes I don't. Sometimes like no. We all like you guys might have been miserable and like, no, fuck you. This movie is great. I'm saying sometimes (laughs) I do that. But like this one, I'm just I'm trying to half say 
you're going to watch this on your own. You're going to be like, why are you recommending this at all? Or you might like it because it's dumb fun. I, I reserve the right to say at some point in the future, if I ever see the 3D version to go, yeah, that that's better. But Well, we do have a report from the field mm-hmm. about watching it in 3D, but actually in VR, oh. um, Bill from the chat says that he watched it on his uh, Oculus Quest. Well. And it looked pretty good. So, okay. Bill always does his homework. Good job, Bill. Thanks, yeah. Bill. Oculus Quest to the center of the earth. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Like, I, I mean, I, I, I was almost tempted to go too, but then I just feel like I'm overselling the movie because you're probably not going to have the experience that we had, which was fun between Josh Hutcherson jokes and unless you play pay for super premium tier, um, Patreon, in which case we'll come watch it. With also, you. there's another thing we I can't believe we until now have neglected to mention. We were taking our dumb bullshit 3D stuff at the camera. Uh, at least double or triple that is the number of times Josh Hutcherson says guys. Oh yeah, a la Goonies. Yeah, it's a very a pretty, Goonies pretty high, Like, it, what is it like? Goonies like rating. you know, thir- you know, young teen kids go underground. You have to say guys, guys like a billion times, and he does. He sure does. Yep. Wow. It, it, don't play that drinking game, kids. No, you will die. Uh, I do want to say the disc has a Brendan Fraser commentary track on it. So, oh man, I I don't know if that'll be sad or fun. <laughs> He'd be like, here's where I separated my shoulder. <laughs> here's where I burned my hand yeah. really bad. Yeah. So I wish I had time to watch these commentary tracks. Me too. I, I wish I did too. But um, also, just looking at the back of the disc, this apparently just came with glasses. Like, this is not a, you need a 3D oh. TV. You uh. just need whichever glasses it came with. Uh. Yeah. That's I saw great. on the Wikipedia page that it came out in... Like the green and magenta, yeah. I think, yeah, that was weird. Mm. So, is that the 3D version? We have to watch it with the weird fucked up glasses. Yeah, I think so. Because disc, not the because like on the disc, you get a choice of 2D or 3D. But the this is not branded as a Blu-ray 3D thing. Um, so that was probably before that became a thing on maybe. the whole market. I guess. <clears throat> yeah. Or maybe it was just cheaper to do it that way. True. Who, Who knows? knows? It's. Walden Media. Media. Which... I'm actually kind of curious. Uh, is it from someone who watched it in like the VR world? Did you? Is it like? Did you actually rent or purchase it in like a 3D version on like the Oculus Store or something? It's on Pornhub. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Browsers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it, the, th- the thumbnail is just that fish trying to bite the lady's ass. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, oh, I got to see that. I wish I was that fish. <laughs> Bill says no comment, so all right. Well, there we you go. have to assume that it just magically landed on his Oculus. No, I'm, I'm actually curious. Like, it just I, I have an Oculus thing, and I'm, I'm curious if there's like how you do 3D movie shit on there, really. Mm-hmm. On the Oculus? Yeah. I don't know if there's like if there's a store for shit like that, or I don't know. Who knows? It's not important. Yeah. Well, let's take a break, shall we? Welcome back. Hey, Bamcast. Yeah, yeah. number two. Yes. We're here for more halving. Right. I like halves. 
Um, Go. Dave, I watched some things. I watched some things. but uh, Did you watch new movies? Mm, no. 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 I watched... I finished some new television. <laughs> okay. So I'll talk about that real quick, then you can talk about movies. Um, I finished Glow. I, I think at last time of report, I was maybe halfway through the season. Boy, second half of that season really kicks your fucking ass. Um, Is that true? Uh, I'm going to let him explain that, and okay. then I will confirm or deny it is, um, there's a lot of heart-wrenching going on. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Th- there's a lot of good-ass stuff and also a lot of heartbreaking stuff. Um, it, that, it's the a, Christmas episode goes real hard. Yeah. Um, it's it's real weird because, like, they they do something, and I don't, I don't want to be spoilery at all, but they do something that's very interesting because they kind of go, like, you know, the 80s and times past weren't all magical rose tinted glasses bullshit that we remember you know like we've come a long ways and there's some bullshit but it like never gets so preachy to like make the show stop being fun yeah um, that's the weird thing is that it really really rides a line really well of like hey you know some of the shit we were doing not okay well they do it so they do a lot of positivity mm-hmm. on on that front and then they kind of slap you in the face with like uh, but also remember, people were still, as you know, in, in the majority, not cool. So just remember that, even though we're being positive about it, you know, people were still asshole. I mean, people are still assholes, and there are certain segments of people that are getting even more assholeish every second of every day. But but yeah, they they sort of snap you into focus for a second, but it doesn't stop the momentum of that sh- of that episode mm-hmm. but yeah i don't know if, if it's just because i am generally more emotional about christmas and christmas time stuff but that whole christmas episode had me like i know it's, it's just a good ass episode because i'm lots of onion choppings. chuck can attest that christmas joy brings me very little joy <laughs> <laughs> this is true yeah I'm a, I'm a humbug motherfucker. He's Mr. Scrooge. That I mean, I'm just saying that's a good ass episode of television. Yes, it absolutely is. Um, a little bit older thing that I I didn't realize how caught up I was on it, but um, Archer. Um, I was looking for something to watch the other night and settled like I was just flipping through Hulu. I was like, oh, Archer. I'm probably like five seasons behind on Archer, so I went back five seasons from the most current. And I was like, oh no, I've already seen all of these. Went to the next season and the next season and the next season. And it turns out I was only two seasons behind. So Dreamland and oh, I don't know. Danger way, Island, I'm way I think. Yeah. Um, those were the two seasons that I haven't watched. And I really liked Dreamland and Danger Island, even though they are whatever they are in the canon or timeline of Archer. Um, it was really fun to see a different take on the timeline like the characters are all for the most part the same there are a couple characters that are shuffled around for um for comedy's sake but uh they're really good seasons of cartoon alcoholism based television (laughs) all right i enjoyed them a lot um i feel like i kept hearing bad things about dreamland and um and danger island but i really quite enjoyed them um, and I guess I'm kind of looking forward to the next season of Archer. 
may or may not be the last. I don't know. I think they said it is. Yeah. Okay. Who knows? I feel like they've they've wavered on it several times. Also, The Great British Baking Show is back. It's weekly. Um, it's still good television. I watched one episode of that. So Cool. That's a good reason to have Netflix, is what I'm saying. Hmm. So that's it? That's, that's your, it. That's, that's your, all I got. your adventures yeah, in television? That's, that's my TV corner. Okay. Uh, yeah, I went down a movie journey. I mean, I'm still watching Breaking Bad, which I think I mentioned. So that's still happening in the background, but I, I took a brief pause to go through a movie journey. Uh, I thought about buying this set several times digitally, and there was always something that held me back from doing it. Um, I basically, I bought the Rambo quadrilogy. Aha. Oh, because they're Lionsgate and they wouldn't have. There's that. And also I want to say like, at first it was like, okay, first blood is in 4k. The others aren't. And then they were like, well, we did two and three and 2008's not. Now they're all in 4K Dolby Vision, at least on the Apple ecosystem. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Your mileage may vary on some of the others because I, I poked around and they're not necessarily on some of the others. Okay. But anyway, I was just like, all right, all four in 4K. Let's let's do this. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like 17 bucks or something like that, I thought, which I thought was a good price. And I'm sure it's a good price it, for four films. It's, it's about to be outdated because there's going to be yet another one sure. this year. But whatever. Last blood. Yeah. So... Let me talk about the Rambo journey, both in terms of my life and and recently. Okay, I I've obviously seen First Blood. I, we've we've talked about this before. First Blood is like, I keep saying it's a real movie. It's mostly a real movie. It's like it's it's the closest of all of them that, that could be considered a film. I think you know, mm-hmm. like, and arguably you can say this is pretty close to a film. There's still some goofy shit. There's still some like action movie tropes. There's a lot of action movie tropes that this helps start, you know, but yeah. it's still like pretty close and pretty. It's a pretty grounded look at something, you know, based on a novel, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's it has more of a film feeling like you couldn't just be like, oh, that's ridiculous. Stupid violence for no reason. They obviously get there, but, well, you know, First Blood is First Blood. I'd seen it. First Blood Part Two. I think I'd always said I've seen First Blood Part 2, but I think it's one of those movies where it's like I had never sat and watched it beginning to end. Mm-hmm. I had just seen bits and pieces of it throughout my life that it was like, I feel like I've seen this movie. I think this is the first time I've ever sat down from beginning to end and watched First Blood Part 2, uh-huh. Rambo, whatever. The naming schemes are weird on these. Yeah. So it's it's amazing. And, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't know what else to say. It is like... It is the archetype for the kind of shit that we do on this show. Yeah. And and I honestly feel kind of bad that like I'd never just sat and watched it as an entire movie because it's literally everything that we like in our dumb action movies to, you know, turned up <laughs> to ridiculously stupid levels. Yeah. Um, the one guy he kills with a rocket launcher. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not even the main villain of the movie. It's just a guy. <laughs> Well, it's the main villain of that side, not the main villain. Right. Yeah. He's the main bad guy on, you know, in the like the POW camp yeah. situation. He's not the main bad guy of the movie per right. se. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's amazing. It's stupid and it's crazy and it's, you know, explosive arrows and all kinds of crazy shit. There's helicopter dog fighting and it's. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> now, I had never seen a spec a frame anything of rambo 3 mm-hmm. i've heard a lot of shit about rambo 3 over the years so that my expectations for rambo 3 were 
just non-existent. I was like, well, this is going to be the shitty third entry, you know, the joke third movie is always the worst kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I think Rainbow 3 is fine. Like, Rainbow 3 is perfectly acceptable. It's not two, no. but it's like, it's it's kind of exactly what you want at the same time. Like, I mean, I, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like unfair accusations have been hurled towards a Rambo three because it is, it is just fine. It has plenty of goofy, plenty of everything else in it that I don't know. I don't, I don't understand what's wrong with Rambo three. Like why people are always just like, nah, this is why we, this is where we turned on this series. And I'm like, no, like it's, it's better than like other series part three that they kept going, you know? <laughs> so yeah. yeah, it's just, it's, it's weird that that was the nail in the coffin for that series for so long. You know, I I, just, I don't get it because well, because then we entered the '90s and there was no one to fight. Mm, yeah, except then we get to Grandpa and Peru's. Yeah, but, but that was 2008. <laughs> I'm I'm just saying in the '90s, what was there? Yeah, Myanmar or Burma. That conflict had been going on for like 60 years. Yeah, that was always there. He always could have gone to save those people or whatever. I'm saying there's been plenty of genocide and terrible things throughout the world that Rambo could have gone and murdered for us. He was tired. Maybe. And so, <laughs> right, and that brings me back, killing. like, obviously, I've talked about 2008's Ramb- John Rambo, Rambo, whatever you want to call it. It mm-hmm. has multiple names, depending on where you, where, which cut you see and where you see it and things like that, because the, the, the titles for these movies are downright confusing. Right. I don't know that I need to revisit that, but I mean, that, <laughs> that movie is, I don't need to revisit it as far as talking about it, because I think I talked about it at length some time ago when, when it first came onto my radar. Mm-hmm. That movie is just visceral bliss. Like, that movie is... It's certainly visceral. <laughs> I mean, I, that, that movie is just... It's crazy how I still think... I mean, there are things that look crazier and feel crazier violence-wise, like the raid and dread and you know whatnot but like that is literally downright the most violent movie i've ever seen just in terms of like oh god like i mean like <laughs> i mean not not even like the like not not even like the 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 cathartic release at the end where he is just pulping people with the the 50 caliber machine gun mm-hmm. i'm talking about like the like the the straight up like genocide scenes are just like oh jesus yeah like i mean it is just like nonstop brutal violence throughout that movie. And obviously it's not everyone's cup of tea. Like it is, it is a, it is a hard pill to swallow. But if you, if you have the stomach for violence, getting to the end of that movie and getting to the, all right, Rambo is finally hit his mark and is ready to like step in and save everybody. The, just that, that blissful release that you get when he just like, starts murdering fools is just amazing mm-hmm. all right i'm guessing maybe you don't agree or did the is that movie just too hard for you overall no i mean it i i don't disagree with what you're saying it's yeah. it's it's just one of those movies where it was just i i was afraid of it going into it because i had heard how violent it was and then like when i watched it i was like yeah they were right i mean this is good it's telling a good story but but it's one of those movies where you're like, are they actually murdering these people? <laughs> it seems like they might be. <laughs> uh, it, it's got it. The the level of violence in it is so not just guy standing on cliff comically screaming while a, a you know oh, an sure. exploding no, 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 arrow no, no, comes no. at him. It's suddenly like it's I mean, real violence. I mean, yeah. it's 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 
and it's meant to be. I, I yeah, think yeah. that's what he was trying to do. He was just like, look, violence is awful. Like, mm-hmm. I, it, this is not a cartoon. I know we tried to make Rambo a, a kid's thing in the 80s. That was a mistake. Right. Rambo will fuck you up. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's what I mean. I, f- I feel like, I mean, Rocky Balboa was kind of the same thing. Like, mm-hmm. it was just sort of like, we turned Rocky into a cartoon. You know, it's like the fact that he's fighting Mr. T and ending communism and things like that. You know, don't get me wrong. These are great Rockies back in the day. Yeah. At, at Watching them with that mind frame, bringing Rocky Balboa into like, oh, shit. No, Rocky has like brain damage and like shit is still bad for him. Despite I mean, like showing him like living in his same rundown house. Yeah. Like after being like heavyweight champion and all this stuff, it's like that's a that's a weird arc to like yeah, take, take his it, own robot. Yeah. Take it back to, you know, <laughs> like, you you know, it's just like, oh, no, I'm just I'm barely scraping by. I'm, you know, I'm teaching young kids in the gym you know it's just like there's that level of like no nah, it wasn't all like roses and everything like life sucks and we'll get you back down eventually yeah. and i feel like that's why it's fascinating to watch like rocky balboa and and john rambo i'm going to call it that just because it's easier to call it that right but like those are two fascinating movies where it's just like i don't even think it's like you could almost make the argument for like the 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 DC universe like grim dark bullshit, but I don't think so. I think it's I think it's fascinating because it's not someone else coming along and doing it. It's like it's him maturing and realizing like I'm going to take these things that became almost parodies of themselves and show them back in a real light, back kind of how where they originally started. Because mm-hmm. I mean, First Blood is like that is a dark, thematically dark movie. Yeah. It, it, it's a little goofy now some of the, like the motorcycle stunts and stuff like that when you when you look at him now and it's just like he's just launching over the railroad tracks and stuff and that motorcycle and whatnot and you know diving hundreds of feet and surviving off of you know to a tree and stuff it's like some of it's it's still like this is un, you know implausible goofiness but right. it thematically that movie is still very dark you know and it's like and then it just became cartoon character granted still dealing with real shit like you know abandoned POWs in Vietnam real issue especially happening in what was that 84 when that yeah. came out you know yeah. it's like that's a long time like you know like and showing them as emaciated as they would be having been stuck in a prisoner war camp for 10 years or so mm-hmm. you know like that's crazy you know and it's like but and you still get that cathartic release of like yeah Rambo's gonna come in and blow everything up let's <laughs> fucking do this but mm-hmm. and, and also it, it's it's weird because I feel like there's a strange thing that happened and it's Maybe maybe it's just me like coming at it with like modern tinted glasses and I'm not even remotely about to try to get political. But there there is a there's a there's a way to look at like Rambo two and three era Rambo where I mean you're watching this like explosion of cartoon violence and you're like, Yeah, this is fun and everything and then it's like they end it with like that like fucking like patriotic bullshit song that they always kind of do like i mean one of them is fucking frank stallone which is like you know he can go fuck himself anyway so it's like one of them is like there's that realm anyway because it's just yes. like you know there's like that whole bullshit like lee greenwood like fuck yeah america thing at the end it's like i don't know if this is totally right you yeah. know like there's a lot of like <laughs> you know there's just like a lot going wrong with some of those and then like i just feel like john rambo like comes around and goes like you know it's it it, yeah. it it rolls back around to just like it's it's uh, he ain't heavy he's my brother it's like this is more of a famous song you know saying by one of the righteous brothers yeah you know? i mean like, I, look spoilers first blood part two we're ultimately the bad guys oh yeah yeah like this isn't just like the vietnamese are evil we got to go get, it's like no there's some evil shady shit that we've done this isn't a fuck yeah america movie it's like i know yeah it's that's, like that's, that's what's even weird is like ending it on that like yeah that's that, what I'm, yeah that's that what credit I was, sequence it's, yeah. like, it's and then you know if you think about it it's like 
Yeah, then he goes and like teaches the Taliban how to fight uh-huh. <laughs> in part yeah. three. So, you know, yeah. there's weirdly future prophetic thing <laughs> happening there of like, yeah, maybe Rambo's wrong. And, and I mean, that's that's the thing is like the way that's the other beautiful thing I think about John Rambo is it's like that movie ends and like Julie Ben's staring at him of like, thank you for saving us, but also Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. You know, like, it's, yeah. I mean the fact that they're Christian missionaries that, that makes it a little funnier but I'm just saying like, like that, that horrific like I'm very happy to believe, be alive but holy shit like I'm also horrified mm-hmm. by everything that has just happened mm-hmm. like so it just ends that movie on like a yeah the the battle's done and we kind of won but <laughs> you know like mm-hmm. yeah it's just it's it's a really fascinating in, way to end that movie and then just like that long walk to his house like where he's going back to maybe see his dad who maybe he's alive I don't know like that's a yeah I don't. I I just think that movie is like severely underrated, and it. I think it even hit me in a completely different way than it did before because, you know, I I watched it, two thousand ten, two thousand nine, two thousand ten, somewhere around there mm-hmm. is where I discovered it. It was just like fuck yeah, violence, let's do this, and it's like the world has changed even in that small amount of time again. Yeah, you know, and it's just like it. It just hit me in a completely different way where it was like, God damn this violence and then it's just like yeah but also he's gonna fucking mow some people down and get some sort of justice but I, I'm just saying it's 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 a, it's a it's a marvel to behold if you can stomach it is all I'm trying to get to the weird thing about it is that there are four entirely different movies like all four of them I don't know two and three are like cut from the exact same mold they really are yeah but three has three has this like sheen of take us seriously thing to it a that little... two doesn't have two has like a wink of yeah you're gonna get what you want here and three is like yeah I mean I know my hair is ridiculous but you know, let, let's just I I see I don't agree I feel like I feel like you just substitute the um the lady that he has the mild romantic interest in in two for the kid Ram- you oh. know I'm just saying like you know what I mean it's like mm-hmm. you, you and you've got the same dynamic yeah you just have this like you have this innocent person who shouldn't probably be there. And, you know, it's it, well, it's a little better for the kid. I, I spoilers. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I like Rambo three. I think it's the least of the four. But yeah. I, I just think there's a on the surface, there is a level of fun with two that isn't present in three. Three just seems to sure. be up its own ass of just like war <laughs> never <laughs> changes or whatever it's doing. Maybe. Um, I don't know. There's, I also feel like it was a little but, uh, late. But also, he 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 kills. A helicopter with a tank. Oh, I, by yeah. jousting it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. I just I, Rambo three almost seems like a aren't you late to the boo Russia? How dare you? It it just seemed like it was a little late in world geopolitics. No, I feel like you know he 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 beat communism in in Rocky four. <laughs> But then, he did, he, you yeah. know, he had to, like, double tap it in, in Rambo 3. Okay. You know, just, I, like, had to make, yeah. make sure. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good job. <laughs> anyway, last thing, last thing I'll say about the Rambo, and this is the, this is the weirdest thing and the weirdest compliment I can possibly give. Mm-hmm. The attention to continuity in those movies is fucking amazing. It really is. And it's not in-your-face continuity. Yeah. There is literally, like, when he falls out the tree and gashes his arm in the first one... That scar is in all the Rambo movies subsequent. When, huh. he, when he gets the heated up knife to the eye in two, that scar is in the subsequent yeah, movies. I do remember that. The, the little green booty he gets from the lady as she's dying is in three that yep. he gives to the kid. Yep. The attention to detail in those movies is fucking miraculous. 
Like it's, I think that's all him. I think that's him I, having a hand in a lot of the creative process. I I just I, so many movies that just like yeah, forget Jettison the last thing, move on. Yeah, the fact that like his scars carry over from movie to movie. Now mm-hmm. he never fully de-shirts in in John Rambo. No, but like his his, a, his eye scars there for yeah, sure. Yeah, but it's like and I think you can see the the arm scar at one point because he like arm scar lifts you know he's like flexing or something and still an arm scar <laughs> <laughs> but i'm just saying like it's that is that is absolutely fascinating that like that actually carried over to the movies and in something like that where the audience the 99 percent of that audience is not paying any attention to that i agree i just think that's i mean you certainly wouldn't probably would not have picked up on it as those movies were theatrical oh no releases. no no it's because i watched yeah. them all within two or three days of each other right where i was just like holy shit his, his arm scar is back I believe when I did my marathon of them a few years back, I was this. I said the same thing. Yeah, it's ridiculous TV show esque continuity for movies that came out like three, four, five years apart, and then one twenty years later. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and then another one eleven years later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I still want to watch Homefront. Oh, is that supposed to be a Rambo movie? Yeah. Is that the Jason Statham yes, one? It is. It isn't that what last. Blood is like looks like the same plot though. It, kind of. It's. I mean, it's. A, it was a. It was supposed to be Rambo on his farm. Okay. And like shit happens. I mean, it's still the script is still credited to Stallone. Like hmm. it's a Stallone written script. Hmm. But just for whatever reason, they didn't want to make it a Rambo movie. Also, I forgot the first Blood was co-written by James Cameron. Mm-hmm. Kind of weird. A little weird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but explains the Carlco yeah. connection yeah. later. Yeah. R.I.P. Carlco. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, that's all. Just Rambo movies. I'll watch them. Good on you. Check that off that list. Excellent. You were ready for the fifth one. I sure am. So. Anything else? I think we're done, right? Do I have some contact information, perhaps? Yeah. BMFcast.com is the website. Our email address is bmf at bmfcast.com. And our telephone number, where you can leave us a voicemail message with the one, the only, the Garfield phone, the Banffcast hotline, 9105-JOCKS-BMF or 9105569263. And if in this, the year of our Lord 2019, you are uh, somehow left with some disposable income, we would appreciate you throwing a little bit, over it, little bit of it over to us at our Patreon, patreon.com slash BMFcast. Just a few shekels a month will get you some amazing, uh, some amazing content, some mm. bonus content, some uh, we got some shows over there like uh, Doctor Who You, uh-huh. Bamcast Extra. Yeah, it's like a whole other first half with just Chuck and I every yeah. week. Yeah, so mm-hmm. you know, if you hate me and Mackie, then go listen to that for for an extra buck. <laughs> yeah. Yes, pay a dollar to show how much you dislike. <laughs> yeah. yeah, show us how much you hate us by listening by giving us money and listening to more of us. Give us money for half the content, right? But more of it, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> yeah what a bargain <laughs> an additional podcast divided by two exactly for a dollar it's simple economics folks right it's science <laughs> <laughs> yeah you can also uh check into our twitter you know bmf bmf cast at bmf cast if you're still on twitter mm-hmm. um, if you have not escaped that dumpster fire right yeah there's still some funny stuff that pops up on twitter mm. every once in a while yeah i look through my feed about once every four days meh <laughs> meh Indeed. But you can catch up on all the goings on. Like we tweet when we're going live on, on the YouTubes. And uh, also YouTube.com slash 
BMF Cast is mm-hmm. where we do all the live streams. We do a, we live stream this podcast every week on Wednesdays, yeah, starting you, at about nine thirty. I don't know if you could look at our ugly faces. Yeah, you can look at our ugly faces instead of hearing our ugly faces. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah like I wonder what those ugly motherfuckers look like. Well, well you can find out. Yeah. Sure can. Yeah, we have found um, through contribute through contributions of, uh, of of patrons, we have found the most resilient cameras in the world. They can stand up to our ugly ass mugs mm-hmm. but for real if you didn't know we live stream this every week at 9 30 p.m eastern time and it's archived shortly thereafter so archived shortly thereafter so if you want to you know look in on what we look like when we're podcasting you can do that yeah. um but also don't forget the episodes release on friday and you can find them at bmfcast.com you can find or them on right, itunes right where you're listening to them right now yeah right yeah <laughs> <laughs> or who knows how you may have come across this podcast. Maybe you found it on a thumb drive in the future or in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, in which case, these things probably don't exist. And they might. Hopefully we, Spotify might still MP3 be. Something. Yell at your car to take you to Spotify. Right. Uh, say, hey, Spotify. And your car is like, hold BMF on, please. Beep, boop, boop, shh, right. Spring. But Maybe that's just bring. the side of it. That's just the so- sound of your car driving over poor people to oh. get to where the internet is stored. Right. Yeah. Um, Maybe you work the for the Library of Congress in the future and you're archiving our show for historical documents. If and... you're missing some, check Spotify. Check the Spotify archive or Stitcher or iTunes. I don't know if we're on Stitcher anymore. Are we on Stitcher? I, why would we Probably. not be? Is it still a relevant app for your relevant mobile device? <laughs> Probably not. I believe Stitcher is one of the ones that's like... Here, let me dust off the old Stitcher. <laughs> I still have Stitcher on my phone, but really? I, I don't well, know why. you should be checking. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's going to be like, do you want to reinstall this thing? I think Stitcher is the one that's like inserting ads into everybody's podcast. Oh, like, yeah, don't the... go there. Girlfriend. I don't know if Spotify does that. Stitcher for podcasts. I got Stitcher. Oh, they got a new logo. <laughs> yeah, it's... Oh, uh, it crashed. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds about right. No longer relevant. Uh, I use pocket casts now, which is pocket pretty good. Pocket casts. Yeah. Yeah. They're like casts in your pocket. Exactly. <laughs> That's why I use it, because they're in my pocket. I mean, it's not like I listen to this show. It's like the you could put that next to your Ron Popeil pocket fisherman. Yeah. Right. Pocket cast. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Look how big Paco's bond spot is. <laughs> I can cast and I can pocket cast. Yeah. Usually when I'm doing pocket fishing, it's a little, it's a definitely different thing, but yeah. Do you use that's when you go, that's when you, that's when you go noodling, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so like, we should probably get out of here, right? Like, uh, yeah. Fleshlight.com. <laughs> yeah. Offer code. BMFcast. No, uh-uh. no, do not. <laughs> We've got off the rails worse than Brendan Fraser and Josh. Hutcherson and Hutcherson. They went off the rails. Yeah. And Anita Bream. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I need to bring us to an end here. So. There you go. Let's get out of here. I'm Harlow. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And for Mackie, this is Banffcast Out. We'll see you next time. Beep.